When was the last time Gilbert got called out, started trending on every social media app, and he ain't responded for two days? Just think about that for a second. This is Gilbert fucking no chill arenas we're talking about. <laughs> Are you scared of him? Fuck no. That's the best part about it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this edition of Road Trippin'. Uh, we are part of the Blue Wire Network, and it's only our second episode. I just about said something else. Um, but yeah, shout out to our a Blue Wire fam. We are so excited to be on board. I'm Allie Clifton alongside Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. Um, and then, does this man even need an introduction? Yes, Mr. please. Mr. on. you hear from him, you see him all the time. He's part of the fam now. Uh, Kendrick Perkins, Perk. Thanks for coming. Ali, Shannon, it's so good to see y'all, my family. It's so great to see y'all. Richard, how are you doing, man? How you doing? Honestly, Kirk, like, how are you? I've been in a fucking annoyed mood ever since I found out you were coming on. I knew it had to be something. I knew it had to be something. You know what, Ali? I'm okay. You know that? I'm yeah. okay. I can't complain. You know what I mean? That's Congratulations not true. That's to you. That's not true. You can always fucking complain, bro. Bro, what is wrong with you today? Like <laughs> these, these, these mood swings, I don't know how y'all deal with this on a day-to-day -day basis. Rich is scared because Gil probably sent him a text like, I'm outside your door. <laughs> okay, right. hang on. Hang on, I hang am, on, hang on. I am the can only we, person on the planet not afraid of Gilbert. Can we please This is also true, there. which is weird. I, me and Gil have always got along because I'm like, all right, that's a little too crazy. And I'm just happy chanting. But Gil and Richard... <laughs> I don't I don't understand what Richard be looking death in the eye and don't blink. <laughs> can we hang on? Can we please start there? Because the the amount of text messages I have received that are, that are, will you please tell me what happened the night before the championship game? Like, Richard, what happened? You can't put it out on the internet yeah. like that and then not give everyone what they want. Well, Yes, you can. That's not fucking. <laughs> yes, you can. You 100% can. I, look, it's not. Look, but you won't. It's not my place to tell. It's my place to ask <laughs> questions. It's my place to uh, put Gilbert in a position to whether or not he wants to respond or answer it. But like, I'm not going to dry snitch. I'm not going to snitch. But I'm like, Gil, do you want to tell people what you're doing? No. Okay. We'll just save that. So if he doesn't want to say it, the secret's going to save, you know, the secret's going to die with me. But like, I know that he knows that I know that he knows that I know. <laughs> you know what he did? He just, he threw his line out there in the water and the shrimp just like hanging out there. He waiting <laughs> on him to take the bait. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's so yeah. slick. I don't think I'm slick, but like that's again, like when was the last time Gilbert got called out, started trending on every social media app and he ain't responded for two days. Just think about that for a second. This is Gilbert fucking no chill arenas we're talking about. <laughs> Mm. Are you scared of him? Fuck no. That's the best part about <laughs> it. No. The, the worst part, the, the best and worst part about having me as a, a friend or even acquaintance as I am with Perk um, <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that like I observe and I store and I have a very good recollection. That's why we all have so much fun telling stories. So it's like if you really want to come at me or start talking shit, like I know where all the bodies are buried and I am very good at telling stories about it. But but here's the thing, though, uh, RJ. He didn't really say nothing 
too harsh about you and you went into full like he was just talking about the draft status or whatever the case may be and you just came out fine no no like, no 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 Richard, this that, is, literally that yeah. response was uh richard has time moment yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure <laughs> Because the the, the problem. Said, oh, what? You know, you lean pro- forward on the video games. <laughs> he had the graphics ready and everything with the points flat <laughs> pop up. I was like, so, damn. So this is the thing. It's not so much that Gilbert, like I we I start off that thing saying Gilbert was a bad man. I am not here to disrespect Gilbert. But his recollection of like, why did they draft him over me? I was the number one play. I was the number one scoring option. It's like, bitch, there's two sides to the fucking basketball. <laughs> one, right? Like, yeah, maybe because I was six foot seven with a 40 inch vertical and had a position and play defense, Gil. So it was more of like, because this is the type of shit and this is what people don't understand. Gilbert would say this shit to you in college. We would be in college at Arizona. We'd have practice and he would, we'd be walking through. He's like, you know, there's no way anybody's going to fucking draft you. Like you can't even fucking dribble. <laughs> but this is the shit that Gilbert would say like in practice. I'm like, Gilbert, we just got done with fucking home ec. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> like this, that, that that's who he was. So like Gilbert used to throw these shots all day subliminal. Like, and he was like, oh, I was the score, but you know, the number one scoring. I'm, Bitch, you average like 14 points a game to like my 11. That's one more field goal. That's like one three pointer more. <laughs> it's not like it was like nine points to 17 and you were so dumbfounded that I I got drafted over you. That's where it was like, okay, Gil, now you starting to take this to a place where people are like, damn, Richard was the fourth scoring option. Yeah, we had three, like third team, second team All-Americans on our team. Like we had an NBA guy coming off our bench that played in the league for 10 years. Can you back away from the camera a little bit? I'm just no, no. Also, like, no, no, I'm no, just, no, I'm no, just trying to see <laughs> Shannon. I'm just trying to see Shannon. Why is his face so close to the camera? Just back up a little I bit. I like, like my face, bro. I like my face. This is hilarious. <laughs> it, fit, it fits so perfectly with the screen, by the way, the shape and everything. Oh, yeah. my God. Rich. With that, <laughs> it does. It's like so proportioned. Oh, well, my God. With gosh. that said, though, Rich, you were like the what option would you have considered yourself scoring option on the title team that you won? Uh, I was probably. Truth be told, I was probably the third scoring option. It was Michael Wright who was better. Who no, was no, no, better. no, no, no. In what? 2016. Oh, in 2016? <laughs> I thought you were talking about that. On that, I was like the fucking 12th best fucking option there. Do you know Okay, so one, my, my point about is that. Like, okay, I got to disagree. <laughs> Me too. I got to disagree. Richard, you were maybe. There's four. no. The guys, guys. Who was like who played well in that doesn't mean that I was the option. T. Lou wasn't drawing up plays for me. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. He was, so my, he was my like, whole yeah. point with this was like, why does it matter if Gil had you as the fourth scoring option though? Like again, like I even confirmed that in it. It's it's less about the way Gil throws these subliminals. Like, ugh. You're going to draft him over me? I'm the number one scoring option. I'm like, okay, well, let me, ladies and gentlemen, let me explain how Gilbert, the number one scoring option on our team, and he was probably the number two scoring option behind Michael Wright, God rest his soul. But it was like, let me explain to you why Gilbert dropped so far in the draft Ooh. process. Because that's where the facts came out and the receipts came out. And then it was like, yo, the last game people saw you play in, you played like dog shit on the highest stage. <laughs> then you combine, you combine that with, 
with the fact that you acted like an ass at the whole draft fucking process. Not even just like physically, like not doing your stress test, but also like in front of hundreds of people like a dumbass. And so that was more of my thing. It's like, bro, don't bring me in and try and fucking demean where I was drafted because you acted like an asshole. And then that's more of where I was going at. I'm like, I fucking love Gilbert. Everybody knows like people that knew like, know that like we do this shit, you know, all the time where we throw shots all but day, he, every he, day. He was losing he he kind of lost a little sight and I'm like, Gilbert, maybe you don't remember, which I do. So let's tell people. <laughs> okay, so if you want to hear about the story about what Gil did the night before the championship game, well, then you're going to have to add Gil. With that said, let's go to the current NBA. I want to know, I'm just going to throw it out there and whoever wants to take it can take it. I want to know what the biggest topic is in the NBA right now in your mind and why it's on your mind. Maybe we should start with our guest, Perk. Yeah, Perk and Lucky. Yeah, it's James Harden and Joel and B in Philly and how well they're going to fit together, right? Like everybody keeps saying uh James Harden game is not the same. He's out of shape, this, that, and other. The fact of the good. matter is he look he do look good and he didn't want to be in Brooklyn, right? So I want to see like people keep saying he's going matter of fact, I think you said it, RJ, that He's going to take away from Joel and B. I never yeah, said those yeah. words. What you said? What you said? I'll, say, you said, I'll say that. I'll I say said those adjustment. Words. I'll say he's, I said he's going to no. have to adjust. No, it's not no adjustment because he already didn't transition into playing the point guard. So you, it's just going to make things easier for Joel and B. We're going to see him. Do you know when things are easier, it's an adjustment. When things are easier, there's an adjustment. When things are harder, there's an yeah, adjustment. Yeah, but That's you, all, I wasn't. No, but you, no, but you were trying to make it like it was going to be a harder adjustment. I didn't, try and ma- adjustment. I didn't try and make it like anything. I said the word <laughs> adjustment, bro. Well, well, Allie, look, I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing how Philly is going to look, what Doc Rivers is, how Doc Rivers is going to put these guys in position to be successful because with that move and James forcing his way out of Brooklyn, he has the most pressure on him out of any other NBA player that's currently playing. To win the championship. Okay, so there's two. Go ahead, go chatting. I'll just say I think Joel Embiid is like the it, I, right now. I think each week it's like Jokic and, and Joel Embiid for MVP. But I think Joel looks at his team and he goes, "Y'all need me to be an MVP for us to play like this." I think James Harden is going to make Maxi's job to bias. Right, Matisse Thibel, he's going to make their job easy. But Joel mentally has to, and I agree with Richard, has to adjust to go, well, if I'm not playing good, there's an MVP right here. Instead of going, oh, if I don't play good, we're going to lose. The first game that he doesn't play good and James runs with the second unit and is easy, his numbers are going to dip. Where Jokic has to play like an MVP for his team even to be six. Is there's a uh, that reliance on something else sometimes is good and sometimes is awful. Yeah, and well, okay, and so let, let's just let's just play this game. I ando- I still think that that Joel, even with James Harden, should be favored for MVP. I think Ooh. behind him, I, I think you got Luca, who's played well over the last couple of weeks. Now that he's got Luca, just had a forty and fifteen night, bro. Like let's like, slow down, and that was like yeah. his third, so. You're his, you're putting Luca over Jokic. 
No, 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 no. I'm saying okay, okay. in. It, I'm saying was, right was, there in I behind because it's, it's all also it's also about how you finish. Don't forget right, last totally. year, Steph yeah, Curry yeah. had a great what was it February March that kind of threw him into like that conversation. My my point is this is to Channing's point. If Joel goes 0 for five in the first quarter, right, just randomly before he's gonna get 25 more shots, right? Because they're that's what they do. That's their horse. They're gonna go through him. If he goes 0 for 4, no no problem with his, and James Harden all of a sudden has 12 points and 6 assists, and they keep playing through James because that's how they're going to win the game, that takes an adjustment. That's not saying that he's taking away from his game, but there's a difference between like, hey, if you don't start strong, it don't matter, big fella. You, we're still going to. If, if, if Jokic doesn't start strong in the game, they still playing through him all night because that's their only option. Now in Philly, if if Joel has an off night, they're, they have options to play through and Joel's still going to end up with 20 and 12 but it won't be the 33 and 14 because they don't need that from him so that's why my not? only comment no, because you because not? you don't why because not? you don't why don't they need that from him no no I'm saying because we we thought the same thing like we was we was trying to figure out like last year when he when James got traded to the Brooklyn Nets how was that gonna work everybody kept saying Who's going to take a backseat? How is this going to work with Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant? It didn't affect Kyrie or KD at all. Because I'm telling y'all, man, James doesn't have a problem with taking a backseat. And he and last year, we one could argue, real quick, one could argue last year that James Harden was the best point guard in the NBA. There's I agree. No I, I, no, yeah, there's no argument. No, so, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. So he was see? playing. James Harden was playing. Mind you, they only played 19 games together. So he was really, James Harden was playing with one or the other, which is fine, but both of those guys are not centers. And let's, right? and let's both, this, both of yeah, those guys point, can just Jenny. bring the ball up and do their thing. And so oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, well, well, I think well, well, James, Perk, how about this, Perk? How about this, really quickly? Steph and KD, they didn't win any MVPs when they played together. Right. Like they didn't win MVPs because it's kind of like, wait, well, who is it and who you go to and blah, blah, blah. Last year with that Brooklyn Nets team, all three of those guys, Kyrie, KD, James Harden, all balling. It was going to be hard for one of those guys to come out because it's just like on any given night, any one of those three can go for 50 and, you know, and nine and beat you. So it was hard. That's the only thing I'm saying is that their team has a, I think right now, their team has a better chance of winning the championship. But Joel's opportunity for an MVP goes from, let's say he was 50%. Let's say it goes down to 47% because he has another like star on his team that can carry him on a given night. That's that's my only thing. I'm not saying he's got to adjust or tweak or that he's bad for his game. He's improved his chances of winning a championship, decreased slightly his chance of winning an MVP. Right. Okay. I was just going to ask that. So if his numbers go down, will it factor in his ability to win the MVP? And will Joel let that happen? Because I would argue that just as much as Joel probably wants to win a championship, he believes that he needs to continue to play at the level that he's playing at in order to do so. And I would, and I would say to you, Ali, is this. I think James Harden is going to help him win the MVP. Mm. I think James Harden okay. is going to go over there and enhance Joel and be performance and say, here you go, big fella. I see you. Let's go this high pick and roll. Those contested twos that you had at the elbow, they're not contested no more. Those rolls that you, those free rolls that you're getting to the basket, they're free because I'm putting so much uh, pressure on the defense attacking downhill. So he'll go a, fuck, uh, a few easy baskets to get you going. I think James Harden knows this. Like, I think James Harden is going in with his mindset of saying, 
big fella, this is your squad. We're going to go through you. Like, I, I feel like he had that mentality. Do you think he's an underrated player in his ability to compliment a superstar? Who, James? James Harden, yeah. Oh. On the court talent, yes. Yeah. Uh, on the court what? chemistry, <laughs> on the court chemistry, <laughs> like that, that still remains to be seen. Like, cause it's been Russell, it's been Chris Paul. Obviously they didn't get along. He didn't get along with Dwight Howard. And some of these p- characters, you know, Dwight Howard's reputation, Chris Paul's reputation. So I'm not putting that all on James, but like, let's not make it seem like James Harden ain't had some fucking horses next to him. Let me, but let <laughs> me ask you, the reason why I say this is when you're talking about Chris Paul and you're talking about Russell Westbrook, you're talking about guys that came and joined a franchise he was already a part of. Mm-hmm. He was the guy in those franchises. And so last year, unfortunately, cut short due to injury. But you're talking about Perk, the way in which he was able to take a step back, joining KD and Kyrie. And mm-hmm. then now he's going to Philly and join joining a, a place that is Joel's franchise. Right. So, and and I, that's why I say it's, 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 on, it's on Doc Rivers, if you ask me. And I think See, a lot of people think of Doc Rivers like me playing for Doc. I know that for us offensively, he's great at, at drawing up plays. He's great at putting guys in position to be successful. Defensive, defensive, the, on the defensive side of things, that's not his fucking like strong point. That's why him and Tibbs were able to coexist so well, right? Like they, Tibbs had the, the, the defensive side of things and Doc was able to put like Ray, Paul, KG in position to, that they all was eating off the same, you know, at the same table. So I think it's going to be on Doc, but I think Doc, it's not hard to figure out with James. Uh, no, look, James is a monster, bro. Like that. See, and I think <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, where we, that's not. where you and I say this. We, we, you and I are saying the same thing. It's just that you always got that frown on your face. And so it made it, makes it seem like we arguing. Right. By the way, Channing, that's a dope shirt. Like we're not going to just gloss over that. So that's a dope shirt you got there. Uh, but no, Perk, I, I, I think that. When you look at this down the stretch, dog, would you get caught drinking some soda Damn. on TV? Mm-hmm. Dog, that see that that you on your Jokic. I'm gonna drink two liters of them bitches. <laughs> why? Why can't anyone? Why can't everyone just leave Perk and his food and his diet alone? Because we care about him. Because we care about him. Just we care about him. We care about him. Yeah. Listen. Because we care about him. That's why. Because it's just like when you when you when you when your boy his haircut fucked up. Right? Like, oh, look, I'm okay, bald. No, I get no, it. No. Yeah. But see, that's see, no, see. No, 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 that's no, no, y'all, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna say it, but y'all can't act like you care about anyone in their haircuts because not anymore. I'm too you, man, yeah. No, but not, that's not yourselves, but there are some friends out there that y'all could be caring about and you're not. <laughs> no, we've already well, this is the thing. We've already we have already told our boy. We've Ooh. already roasted our boy. He's okay with it. So it's like at that point, at that point in time, like, there's why do you nothing have to be we can that do. person and always take it. Can't you just let that die and then move no. on to the end? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. So All not right. to change the subject, but here's a question I got. As good as the East is, right? And and Giannis is a beast and probably like quietly, they're just winning. If Giannis wins again, how much does that validate even more? his championship from last year where people are like, well, you know, all these teams who got hurt and, you know, KD, you know, with the, with his foot or his toe on the line and he had to play the Hawks and blah, blah, blah. Like how much does, if they win this year, propel Giannis to like the greatest of the great, like the elitist oh, of the elite. Oh, it elevates him tremendously. Look, 
Giannis is already a top 10 power forward of all time. Right now, today, if he stopped playing basketball, he's a top 10 power forward. I think, I strongly believe that Giannis is two championships away. Two championships away of actually being the number two greatest power forward of all time right under Tim Duncan. Like, he's two championships away or two MVPs away. Maybe just one MVP. Like, it, it... like, think about this for a second. His resume and the things that he's already accomplished, like, it, it, it's already it's already better than, like, you look at KG, Dirk. I mean, obviously, I'm talking about in a short period of time. Right, right, right. It's already better than all those guys who are considered, you know, top power forwards over him. And then when you talk about the conversation of winning a, a finals MVP, defensive player of the year, and MVP in the same season, right? It's only him, Michael Jordan, and Elijah, Elijah Wong. Like, he's already scratching that, knocking at that door. If he was to win another championship with the way yeah. that the East is, like, I just get the, thing, the thing that bothers me. No, no, no. Damn, bro, I'm about to agree with you, bitch. Nah, because when you start to say, like, and you start to shake in that dome, and you start to say shit like, it makes you feel some type of way, doesn't it? Make, it? Yes, yes. What? What bothers you? <laughs> It bothers me when anybody ever tries to devalue someone's championship. And that shit started with Phil Jackson after the Spurs won. And that was just Phil being Phil. When the Spurs won the championship in the shortened year, in the in the lockout year, he was like, uh, well, that doesn't really count. And the Spurs went on to whoop their ass some more. My point is this, <laughs> is that I don't give a shit if it's a bubble. I don't care if it's a shortened season. I don't care whatever it is. Anybody that thinks like, oh, well, your championship wasn't this because of X. And you're like, bro. No true athlete that plays in this league will ever say it, will say that. So, like, if you are saying that, then that means you don't understand what we do and who the group of players and what you have to go through to get there. You got to win 16 games. They had to go on the road, Milwaukee, and beat Brooklyn in there. And say whatever you want about the Brooklyn Nets being hurt because no one says that to devalue Steph Curry and those guys because Kyrie and and um, and Kevin Love got hurt, right? And they're like, oh, well, you know, the, I I truly believe, and this is again, it's not the way it went. But if the if the Golden State, uh, if the Cleveland Cavaliers would have been healthy that year, and Kyrie would have been able to play, and Kevin would have been able to play, I think that series could have gone different. They were up two one without those two guys, and so I just think, it, there, right? Yeah, I just think it's good. shitty. Yeah, I think it's shitty to devalue anyone's championship. So. If Giannis wins another championship, I don't give a fuck if it's in a bubble, if it's in Tecmo Bowl, if it's in fucking double dribble. Like at the end of the day, that motherfucker is a monster. And I think, oh, yeah. I think he, I think he's already above some of those guys. Like you say top 10, I think he's he's probably in that what? seven or uh, six range of power I, forwards I, to ever I, live. I agree. I just didn't okay. want to push it. I just no, didn't I got want you, to push it. I got you this. back, is, Big Perk. Is there anything <laughs> about you? Giannis no. that you still <laughs> is there anything about Giannis that you still need to answered no that you still question about so that's stop tough. it no remember you, we you said what, and that came with uh, one championship you, you, well, you no, know what no, no, different than that he's he's answered all my questions the one question that i had about Giannis was that was could he get it done in a clutch right like this is this is why a lot of idiots out there were like trying to make it like because i was saying chris middleton is the batman Giannis is the Robin. They was trying to make it like, oh, you're saying Chris Middleton is actually the best player on the team. No, I'm not saying that. But if you went back and you look at their journey 
and you look at who was closing in the fourth quarter, it was Chris Middleton. So I'm looking at like who's coming to finish the mission when it matters the most. It was Chris Middleton. Then all of a sudden, in the finals, Giannis shut me the hell up. Like what he did on that stage in game six, it, it wasn't the fact that he went out there and had the 50 piece. It was how he did it. And he was not afraid of the moment. Like free throws, that everything. Was, that's what I'm saying. Knowing that he was struggling from the free throw line, but kept attacking the basket. Like, I was just like, you know what? Okay, this is what I've been looking for. And once he showed me that, I couldn't say nothing else. I think my biggest thing was like, you know, Giannis at one time was letting his free throws affect how he attacked the game. And he mm. realized none of these little boys can stay in front of me. And he started just attacking. And then he started to see defensively, you got to guard Giannis closely, but that takes a toll on the chest, right? And you start to see during that series, <laughs> Jay Crowder, DeAndre Aiden started to get that space and Giannis just like a train straight away right through the chest. And so for me, not only did he become... You, there are certain players you can't say nothing about anymore. There are no more questions. And for him to physically and mentally dominate a series, like they were down 0-2 and won four straight. That's not yeah. that's not that's not he against yeah. a really, really, really good Phoenix Suns team. But you could tell Giannis won that series by his attitude and his relentlessness. And that to me is like he don't he don't there have was nothing, the, nobody the, should the, say the, nothing to him. Yeah, the thing that's that, and it's random, but I think all of us, you know, as people that watch the game and and have played it, we all agree. I saw this clip of him, I think it was during the practice, during practice. He was like laughing, joking. He's like, yeah, sometimes I air balls, sometimes I shoot, sometimes I miss, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep shooting. And I'm sitting here like, people don't understand how important that mentality is. And this is not to bring Ben Simmons in there, but it's either that mentality, it's either that mentality of like, I'm going to keep going. I don't care if I miss 10 in a row. I'm still going versus a guy that's like, oh, I've missed a few in a row, I'm going to start to defer or start to become not nearly as aggressive. And once I saw that, and that's like a private thing that like we just happened to catch on camera. But for me, that's like, I respect that because Shaq was the same way. Shaq didn't give a fuck. He was going to miss every free throw. He was going to go two for 12. But you know what he was going to do? He was going to post your ass up and try and dunk on you again and make you foul him again. You know what I'm saying? So like, go ahead. Yeah. I got a question to y'all three because I, I done been on here a few times, so I feel like I'm family. I feel like I have to ask a question. Listen about that big turkey leg. No, we ain't talking about no damn turkey leg, Shannon. Okay, chill out. Shut up. Listen, I want to hear. I want to know this, right? Because we got to address the elephant in the room. All right, and this is the elephant in the room: the Lakers. The Lakers. I need. Oh, we're gonna talk about that Lakers. next. We oh, gonna we were gonna talk about that. No, but I want to know. I want to know from yeah. y'all because I want to know, Ali. I want to know from you. I just want to know where do the Lakers go from here? Because first of it's all, they're not, they're, not, <laughs> <laughs> they're not winning no damn championship. No, stop I would be surprised if they get out of the first round. And th- this is the problem, right? So now relationships get affected. Okay, because. As, as in the off season, like I just need to know what's what's going to happen. Like, do you move AD? Do you move Russ? Like, you fixing your face, Richard? I'm just asking. First of all, with Anthony Davis, I know this is not the place for like the pity, and he doesn't expect pity or anything. But by God, you when he went down for him, in that, you, you do yeah. like shit. Because right. like, and, look, I'm. We've all done it, Allie. 
No, I'm saying we've all. No, I'm saying we've all just stepped on somebody's foot. Like that's not anybody's fault. There is not a player on the planet that would have survived that shit. You was out. Right. You know. Yeah. That shit sucks, bro. I just think we have such high expectations, right? And then, like, we saw a glimpse in the bubble, right? Which was obviously, again, the bubble is a small, small glimpse of like what AD can do, and we expect AD to be like is is to live up to his talent, which shows how talented he is. And then it's just like things hamper that. But if you look at AD's body of work, he's not having a bad year. He's just not having a dominant year. I think he's averaging 25 points a game. So it's not like, you know, he just... He not, he not some shit. Him. He's it's not it's kind of what it's Perk like was describing with... to be with, an MVP. It's kind of what Perk was describing with Giannis, interesting enough. It's yeah. not the way... and It's not the points when it comes to Anthony. It's the way in which he gets those points. Yeah. So it was that like five or six game stretch post knee injury when he came back and he was just playing with a force at the mm -hmm. rim, like see ball, get ball, <clears throat> pursuing the basketball. He was always there for lobs, just the way in which he was finishing, getting to the free throw line, like playing with that. I don't give up attitude. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, you can cuss on this. That, fucking attitude. You can cuss, cuss, say it's, fuck out. <laughs> it's that people close enough to me know that that's my middle name. With that oh. said, it's that kind of mentality and attitude that when you're describing Anthony Davis to your point Channing, it's not that he's having not a he's not having a bad year, but it's not the dominant year that the, everyone is expecting from him. This is the thing. Let's go back. Let's go back a few years. A few years ago when Joel Embiid made his first All-Star game, when when Giannis made the All-Star game and let's say um, there was a year where all four of those guys made the all-star game. Giannis, Joel Embiid, Jokic, and AD. AD was still better than them. But then eventually these guys started passing him. And I think that's the part. Now, AD might have won a championship, but then Joel Embiid passed him. And Joel Embiid is a better player now. Then Jokic passed him. And now Jokic is a former MVP and has passed him. And now Giannis has passed him over in the last few years. So like all of these guys who we considered AD to be better than, the criticism that gets thrown at AD is not just because we're looking at AD, we're looking at the people that you would compare him with. AD went from number one in that position to now fourth in that position. And it's not just because, not that he's just fourth, the other three are fucking MVPs. And now you're questioning like, yo, this dude is like a top 20 player now when all of these other guys have tried to vault themselves into a top 10. So these other guys have increased while his skills have decreased, not skills have decreased, but where he's gone down well this is okay. why you're a hundred percent wrong okay first of all Joel B, he has to do more because of the talent he have around him so 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 is Jokic right like you look at the lace this is this is the only problem I had with the Lakers adding so many pieces this offseason was that I said it's going to take away from Anthony Davis greatness and for what he's what he's able to show us just think about it when it was LeBron and AD what Braun said we're gonna run everything through Anthony Davis did he not say that AD was leading the team in points he was leading the team in rebounds I think he was leading the team in blocks shot attempts and all that now you add Melo who's gonna come in and take 10 to 15 shots you add Russ who's going to come in and take away 10 to 15 shots. So at the end of the day, I feel like Anthony Davis actually 
have individual goals that he would like to achieve, but because of the team that he's on right now, he can't achieve those goals. Like, he can't be the best version of himself on this stacked team. And LeBron is not giving, giving in. Like, he's playing. He didn't elevated his game to a whole nother level. So it's like we, we're asking AD to, like, be extra efficient, Right, because he's not going to take get that many looks. We asking AD to do all these things, but the fact of the matter is, is that Jokic he has to do all those things. He has the ball in his hands, what eighty percent of the time orchestrating the offense. So so do Joel and B, especially this year. So I'm like, you know, like if AD was in a completely different situation, we would still be seeing those. 30 and 15s or 40 and 20 nights if he wasn't in this situation. Hang on really quick. What is the balance though? And I say this like out of respect and we all know it and understand it because of what we're seeing with Anthony Davis in the injuries. When he signed his contract with the Lakers, he talked about some like part of it is for security because of the history and his, his injuries, right? So if you get rid of the opportunities, but you're dealing with situations where Anthony Davis is not healthy, what situation are you putting yourself in? I mean, I'm saying availability is a skill. And so do you think if LeBron is averaging, you know, 28, 29 points now, to me, if LeBron can get a guard, and this is, Anthony Davis is a very special player. If you can go get a Bradley Beal and and bolster your bench with skill guys, energy guys, younger guys, like younger guys, defensively, Bron can elevate them, Right. You, I like Braun and a shooter and a scorer next to each other right now, like a Bradley Beal or like a, a tweener, like a Jalen Brown, somebody younger that's going to inject some good energy into this team where Braun just has to do this, control the pace of the game. And if you need him to score, he can score. But you're not winning games with Braun being your scorer. It's just not, it just doesn't happen in today's game. But to me, how do you get rid of Russ? Yes. I don't mind mellow, but you got to get some youth in the bench, right? And you do have to challenge AD, and that's a guy like JaVale McGee. I thought the Suns picking him up was huge. When they won the chip, JaVale McGee was there challenging, or was it? No, he wasn't there. I think it was Dwight. But somebody was, yeah, Dwight was challenging AD in practice and doing stuff like that. Like, And I just think... Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think there's anybody there. I don't think there's anybody there right now. You look down the roster, and it's like, who challenges LeBron in practice? Stanley Johnson, he went to U of A. Awesome dude. Bear down. But no. Trevor Ariza, no. Like, who challenges each other? They probably but just they, they blew up. But that's shoot. the thing, though. It's like, did they blow up the team? They blew up the team last year. And the crazy thing about blowing up the team is that they won the championship. They can't. They had a number one ranked defense and everyone was like, just get there healthy. And they weren't even healthy going into the postseason. It was like, just get there healthy. And they weren't even healthy going into the postseason. So like, if you're using that mindset, you could have just run it back. Like you won a championship. You were number one with everybody. You let Alex Caruso go. You let KCP go. And you know, KCP has a love-hate relationship with the Laker fans. You let Kyle Kuzma go. You let a bunch of guys that have championship experience go to bring in Russ because you thought, or, you know, a lot of people thought, and there was conversation 
situations that Russ would be the guy to pair up with the other guy when one missed time. So when AD missed time, it would be Braun and Russ. When Braun needed to miss time, it would be AD and Russ. Well, that chemistry has never truly worked. Now, when all three of them are healthy and on the court, their numbers are actually pretty good, but just ultimately it's not fulfilling the need that they that they are looking for. But if they blow it up again, this will be their second year in a row trying to blow it up. And you can see the bad parts of blowing up Okay, this one ain't bad blowing up, but blowing up the other team that was coming off the championship, that one might have been tough. But look, this is what I got to say. I feel like LeBron and AD both, they thrive well when they have dogs around them. Like dogs. Like we took for granted what type of dog KCP was. We took for, for, they took for granted what Alice Caruso brought to the table. Like that dog mentality, even, even Rondo, like, that dog mentality, like Rondo would go grab the ball from LeBron and be like, nah, run the floor. I got this. Like he would, he would actually put, he would actually put that key in in AD back. Like, just think about it. AD played some of his best basketball, had those spin out lobs when he was getting those dimes, or Rondo was force feeding them, yeah. like, no, you're gonna be a killer. And yeah. some players actually need that. Like, you need those dogs, somewhat gangsters, somewhat Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Richard Jefferson, Shannon Fries around. Let's go. Actually, Kendrick Perkins, Ali. Let's go. Kendrick Perkins. You know, what I mean? you'd rather be a pug. <laughs> look at look at him looking like a Labrador. Can you, can you actually record Shannon? yourself? Can you actually record yourself doing that, that so I can Shannon? use that as my ringtone? <laughs> With that said, can we transition into one more topic that I really um, am, uh, uh, am interested to get? Fucking great. He, like he looks like a Rottweiler. <laughs> he, who, who? No, he looks sure. like a fucking greyhound. Oh. And, and Perk? Richard looks like a hairless dog. Perk looked like a bulldog. He even breathed like a bulldog. Oh, what am I? Lord have mercy. Yeah, I mean, we're going into hey, hey, they look good though. <laughs> they actually really do. I was going to give you that compliment. Thank you, thank really good. Yeah, um, when I saw them on TV. Okay, can I get your guys' thoughts? Because obviously, you guys have um, a relationship or an understanding with David Griffin mm. um, and the New Orleans situation. How That's do we it. feel about what's Zion. going on with Zion? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. I played there for a year, okay? And going from like Boston to Oklahoma to Cleveland and, and seeing just the, the organization as a whole, right? And people like, oh, yeah, because I said today, I was like, they're a little brother of the New Orleans Saints, right? So and they, are, they get treated that way. Like, you literally have to walk out of. No, I'm just saying, like, in, okay, you didn't go. You went to school. you went to Cash University. It's like certain schools like football are football school. schools, yeah. certain schools are basketball schools. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, but look, you, you, like to be honest, I don't know. I don't know if New Orleans will ever be a basketball city. Like, I, I think it's other cities that are more deserving, like Seattle, even Las Vegas, or something to that nature that would embrace a basketball team better than what New Orleans do. Like, still to this day, even when Zion was was healthy, they were giving away tickets. Like, that's a, like they, how do you still have tickets to give away when you got a guy so box office, a guy that's must-see TV, 
Like these these pre these uh tickets are supposed to be sold out preseason, but yet they still have to give tickets away. And it's not no knock on Zion or the talent or David Griffin or whatever the case may be. It's watch, just watch, that watch it's this. not a, a couple basketball things. One to your point, city. Allie. The first part about it is this. The first part about it is this. I saw what JJ said about him being a disconnected teammate. I saw him that. And I think that's a little unfair because he is still a young player. He's still learning how to lead. He's still, he's like, oh, you haven't reached out to CJ. And I'm not saying, I'm not making any excuses, but like Zion doesn't know these things of like, oh, you get an all-star caliber player traded to your team. You should reach out to him. We might view this as, as no, no, shut up. Shut up. No, 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 Come no. On, hear, me, hear me. Hear me. Hear me. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, first, Richard, has CJ texted a Zion? Because text? that's the thing. Like, Zion, yo, I'm super excited. Has CJ texted Zion? What do you mean it's not his team? It that's is his not team. His he's team. Old, he's not going. You're but this going is what I'm trying to, to express to you. Into, no, what I'm expressing, CJ no, no, no. Going what I'm expressing to you is that okay, Richard, a 20-year-old guy doesn't know <laughs> all of the things that need to be done to be the leader of an organization. Bron an organization Bron 20 years old so now that goes into who do they have around him who are the people that are helping to facilitate that locker room and making sure Channing you put all you still keep the fucking text chain going right because you just understand it my point is this is that Fuck, he's not. But yes, he's, but he's not, not even. Uh, he's agreed. not there. That's so again. We're showing the laundry list of problems. Here is the thing that I'm trying to prove to you Richard's guys. Richard's just going one clothing item at a time. Yeah, one time. clothing item. I'm showing like there's a long just list here. At the That's why you should all have veterans around you to show this stuff. And they're like, well, no, I haven't heard from Zion. And it's like it's the same thing. My thing is always big. It's like, well, have you reached out to him? Because if you reached out to him, like, hey, Zion, man, just want to tell you, hope the rehab is good. And they're like, well, that's not his place. And it's like, well, no, but CJ. Jay is a 28-year-old guy, 29-year-old guy that's been in the league. He understands these things. Sometimes you need those guys, those dogs around you to show you the, how you need to behave, how you need to be a leader. We need to stop acting like just because a motherfucker is the best player at 21 years old that he understands how to be a leader. That's not the case. That it's just it's a case. That it's just it's <sighs> They're still going to a max contract. Say, has he played his last game in New Orleans? No. No, it doesn't matter. Anywhere he goes, he's going to still get a max contract. Oh, I definitely think so. I don't, Richard, I, I would say, and this is not, this is Zion the player, right? And, and a good example is Joel Embiid really didn't play his first three years as Richard. Thank off. God. I got tired of seeing him anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Right? But like, Joel Embiid had questions of his in-shapeness, like how much he's committed to basketball, why is he always hurt, his first three years, and then he finally got it. He went through that hurt again when, when Kawhi made that shot. So do you think, but again, Joel Embiid is seven foot tall, is one of the most skilled big men we've seen in a long time. It, it Does, is yes. the most skills, most skills center of all time. Uh, I would, and here's what I'm going to say, and I don't want to get in this argument with me. Jokic is actually that guy. That's kind of fast. Skills. Skills. Jokic is elite at, Jokic is top 10 in assist, rebounds, scoring. Shannon, when we talk about skills. Skills. No, skills. So when we talk about, when I'm thinking, 
when I think of elite skills, yes. like when I think of my top five guys, I'm thinking of a Kobe Bryant. Okay. I'm thinking of a Kyrie Irving. I'm talking about the offensive skill set. Oh, We're not offensive saying yo. I'm not saying yes, you, but you're seeing him throwing no look around the bounce passes. Don't, 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 don't just make no, don't just make no, skills no, about no, being no, in the fucking no, park. No, so, no, no. Yes. Skills not about dribbling. Okay, so, mean, Kyrie, okay, so is, why, why is Kyrie Kyrie is one of the most skilled players we've ever seen. Kyrie has every skill in the Offense. book. Uh, offensively. Offensively, as far as the, the handles, the finishing mm-hmm. around the basket, that's why you yes. put him in that conversation. Kyrie's an underrated passer. Yeah, because he doesn't pass, bro. He's an underrated passer. That's why it's underrated. He don't need to pass. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think you alive. Damn, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you, can, you, you cannot yeah, not have yeah. Jokic on that. For some of them, one, two, or three, I don't care where you got him. He has the most skilled some player. Of them, in some of the things that big fella can ridiculous. do is ridiculous, bro. No, it's not. It's, it's, no, it's no. God's I'm talking gift. About like, I'm yeah. talking about like offensive. Yeah, game. yeah. Like, oh, you're like talking about Z- offensive back. Yeah, zero flaws. Oh, well, then that's, like, that's, that's the offensive back. That's different than skills. It's oh. different than skills. Because <laughs> well, Jokic I mean, is elite at three different things on the offensive end. Like what? Rebounds what with the great? best of them. I mean, how many people have Jokic, 40 and 20s? Jokic. Jokic. Okay. <laughs> 50-point triple-doubles. <laughs> what are you? I mean, how many more stats? I'm, I'm not a stat dude. You can, like, Joel Embiid, I think, is, and I know, is elite defensively, has a crazy offensive bag. Jokic he, may oh. not have the bag, but you would say Jokic is a top three passer in the NBA. No, no I was I would say that, but that's why we have to when we talk when we have these type of conversations, we got to yes. figure out the criteria. Okay, that criteria. matters because because I'm just saying when I like when you throw Kyrie Irving in there, right. I'm like, that okay, did. Kyrie Irving is for his offensive skill set. That's what yeah. I'm thinking oh, yeah. of. So when I think of Joel and B, I'm looking at him and Kevin Durant, okay. and then it's everybody else offensively. Like I'm not seeing nobody do what he does. Like not the offensive bag. And I see right, right, right. So would you put Steph in there with KD, Kyrie, mm-hmm. and James Harden and Joel Embiid? I mean, you got to. He I changed the game. There with skill. I think he it's different. The game. He, he did change the game. The game. It is different though. It, the skill is, is different, though. When yeah, the skill about, is different. That's like comparing. Yeah, the skill is different. Yeah. What about Luca? See that? But see, like, yeah. So this, this shit's. What crazy. about Luca? Oh. <laughs> see, no, you look. How you know that step back is coming. You know the step yeah. back is wait, 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 coming. We we and we yeah, 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 yeah. Are six, they going seven, to six, give eight. Zion Williamson the max contract? And the answer is yes, a hundred percent. Do you understand no. that Joel and Joel and Blade Bead has no. played three hundred and fifty? games he's missed 300 think about that his first couple years he missed a ton of years and it's a lot of incentives go ahead ahead. let me get this real quick go ahead go ahead because go ahead joel Embiid, if even though sometimes he's hurt is elite when it comes to skills and that's why we got into this argument zion at 6'6 Right now, does not have an elite NBA skill. He has elite NBA. He has elite NBA physicality and Mm. youth. Yes, he's special. But 
Is his skill going to catch up to that? And if he's never out there, what, what is the no purpose of that? Chani, Chani. At all, but like, how many games has the dude played? No, I'm yeah, saying like, I'm, I'm saying, using, setting up like, how many but, but that's why I'm years. but that's why I'm using Joel Embiid as an example. Joel Embiid has just played just played more they're, games. They're I know they're different. I know they're different. But at right. the end of the day, y'all really think New Orleans can afford to not give that. Imagine if they come yes. with anything less than the max contract. Bro, bro y'all out your fucking mind. He, he don't have to take it. That's what right. I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah. he, he, he don't have to take it. But Joel and B also wasn't gone away from the team. Like, this is what we we take for granted is the mentality. Like, Joel and B behind the scenes, all you heard about was the, all you heard was people behind the scenes praising on how hard he works. Like mm-hmm. every challenge he had, we challenged him about losing weight. Nah, we yeah. That. Well, no. but but okay, yes, but you can't like he was heavy. He was heavy. We can't make it. Seem- All I'm saying, uh, Perk, he is that he's not, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not this. He's not pounds, coming in so. looking like Giannis and Braun every year. There was a year That's where he was heavy, people, and he, bro, some people just have whack bodies. Like <laughs> I was one of them. I, like no matter how hard you Perk, try, you, you just. No, yeah, but I'm shoulders. just saying shoulders. But no, no, no matter how hard you try, it just you never got the six pack. It may right. been the two up top. You may see flashes <laughs> of the second row, but it still was that little push right there. It's just part of it. Like Jokic is in great shape. Luca now is in great shape, but they're not ripped up because they just part of the whack body crew. It's just Tim part Duncan. of it. Tim Duncan. Yeah, the whack body crew. Zebo. Yeah, Zach Randolph. But you're so Channing. So Channing, you're David Griffin. And this summer, right? Because he's dealing with the foot injury, whatever. Now you can put tons of of like incentives and like you got to play certain amount of games and you got to do it but you're going to say going into the summer you do not offer Zion Williamson a max contract this summer well this is the summer that you can offer it to him the extension no 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 I don't need no way you're not you're not he leaves right I'm not. No, okay. he gets, goes to restricted. Free, he goes to restricted free agency. You the first. The, this is why people don't typically leave if he after the, get that nod. If Zion doesn't get that nod, then he's going to be like, right? What do you you have one? He had one All Star year. Mm-hmm. He's not with the team. You're now surrounding the team. Brandon Ingram's no scrub. Valanchunas is having a good year. You've had a CJ McCollum. Your culture is really good. They've been winning games when they're not supposed to. They not. Zion, they win, they, first of all, they won some they games, but they still in like 11. They have, one, they have one game. They have one game, but they're in 11. They had a bad start. What a first-year head coach. The culture oh, okay. of the Pelicans is you, really you, good. You you guys are missing the part. The part is <laughs> the number one pick, the only person that anyone gives a fuck about on that team who's been tons of injuries, and you can compare him to Joel Embiid Joel, in the first few yeah. years of his career. Tons of injuries. Joel Embiid didn't play his first year, had to have a bunch of shit his second year, and in his third year, they offered him a max contract. Now, they said you have to play in a certain amount of games and reach the incentives, but for Zion Williamson this summer, he even if he does, he's the reason why they have to offer it to him, in my opinion, is because then he becomes a tradable asset, right? But if you just say, like, we're not going, to, how is Zion Williamson going to approach the New Orleans Pelicans 
next season if he is healthy and they didn't offer him a contract? How is that season going to go? And then he's going to get into a restricted free agency. That means that even if the Knicks hypothetically offer him a max contract, New Orleans like, that's great. Come back. You're going to take that contract with us. And then you have to play a couple of years. You can keep he can go James Harden. He can go. I don't want to be here. You can play those games. But that is extremely hard to do on a rookie contract. And if you guys can sit up here and tell me one example of any top player that was able to bully his way out during a rookie contract, trying to get that next contract, it's almost impossible with the way it's been structured by the NBA. Lonzo Ball. (laughs) (laughs) He just did it. I mean, he was the number, well, he was the number two pick, right? Burke, who are you? I love you. I'm, I'm just saying. Didn't he, <laughs> no, I like that. You put that off top was pretty crazy. We don't put Lonzo Ball in the same category as Zion. I'm sorry. Okay, you make a good point. If you think he's going to get traded or you, if you're just paying him with incentives, then yeah, that makes sense. But like, do you also want to be tied to somebody that from our point of view and a media point of view is not committed to your team? So you're rewarding that. I understand. Oh, they were, no, I'm just putting it out to you guys. I understand that that puts them in a very shitty position. But the alternative yeah. to that to that position is like, what are we going to do? We lost Anthony Davis. Now we got Zion Williamson and it's not working out great. We can't just keep losing these number one picks and not really now being it, able to. That goes back to yeah, what we, I say. A change of scenery. Yeah. Change yeah. of scenery, bro. Like. It's just not going to work down there in New Orleans. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the whole team needs to leave, yes, not just him. Oh, okay. Like so you're trying to make yeah. it seem like, see, I took it as like Zion needed to change the seizure. You say the organization. The, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we were arguing like, one person. you like, man, get them up out of there. Like yeah. everybody out there. Yeah. I would much prefer to go to Seattle. Oh, <laughs> thank you for, for all sure. the energy and effort you guys just put into that conversation. I was very curious. With that uh, said, Channing has a hard out in one minute. Um, so I want to end on you, Perk. You're our guest, even though you're part of the family. Yeah, I'm part of the um, family. Anything else you want to get off your chest? Anything else going on in the world? How's Swaggoo and Perk? You know what? Swaggoo and Perk is, 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 is going really well. Going really well. You know what I mean? Just two country boys speaking with broken English, and it's okay. It's okay. Can we, can we get Swaggoo okay. on here? Who's his booking agent? Can we get him on here different <laughs> next next time? You know, Swag, you know you could get Swaggoo at oh, any 100%. time. Like, we don't get we're gonna get Swaggoo on road trip. We don't get that. We actually yes. go, we this is the like I, look, Perk, this I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, and I haven't discussed it with the team, but like I think you should come on here maybe, you know, you know, a few more uh, times. Hey, look, I'm a phone call away, bro. Like <laughs> Don't just don't just call me when you want to gripe and, and and bitch at me about something. Like you could pick up the phone and say, you know what, uh, Shannon, you too. Don't just come what at me on name? Twitter. What is his name? What is his name? Shannon. Shannon. Oh, that was Shannon. good. That one was good. Good. Oh, shut up. See, <laughs> Allie is the only person that keeps it one thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you too, Shannon. You came at me the other day on Twitter. I'm like, <laughs> God damn. Like, what's what is up? <laughs> Yeah, listen, sometimes I'm, on Twitter, I'm only, I'm thinking, only a like, phone, you know what? I know it, I, so I'm going to talk shit. Hey, look, I'm I'm only a phone call and a text message away. You know mm. that, Squidward. What's oh, for dinner tonight? I'm not Every, eating Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Said Why? Everything. Why no dinner? Need no, trying to lose weight. Though. Need trying to lose weight. A salad. I don't. You should Solo. go. Listen, you, should come to, oh, you should come to Soho Yoga Perk. Oh, God. Yeah, I've been hearing about it. 
Oh, I just don't. Hurt. I just my schedule be so messed up. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I gotta go, man. All right, my father gotta go right. too. You are, yeah. You guys, you're the best. We appreciate, appreciate it. You come y'all, on anytime. My family. Thank you. That's another edition of Road Trip Run. Bye.